Meanwhile, in the read it and weep dramatic tension room. Hey, as uh, my, my mortal is pretty easy to hate, right? I don't know, Alex. It was almost too easy. What do you mean? Uh, hey guys. Jesus, Kate, what happened to you? Every time I found something to hate, there were three other hates right behind it. I copied the entire book into my, my notes. I, I haven't slept for three days. Oh, uh, I hope Chris didn't go overboard in the summary. Kill me. Chris! Alfonso, grab the emergency ice cream drip. How long has it been since you've had ice cream, buddy? What? Huh? Ice cream, Chris, how long? Christ, he doesn't even remember he's reverse diabetic. Hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Shouldn't the announcer be saying something to set up the show? That was Chris's job! Somber evening to you, meat suits and meat dresses. This is episode 158. The same as the number of member countries in the World Chess Federation. Ooh. Speaking of groups I will never be a part of, we are talking this week about the goth emo vampire tome my immortal the epic harry potter fanfic known around the internet as the worst fanfic of all time uh let me introduce you to my friends before we talk about that uh in san francisco california it's ezra fox um fangs (laughs) fangs for having me (laughs) thanks for letting me be here alex this is a dark time yeah you're uh you're welk fang also joining us in Seattle, Washington, uh, a court low of ice cream, it's Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. I think you're just as hot as Gerard Way of MCR. I say depressed. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. And that's because I'm bi. <laughs> For which yourself. Is, which is uh, sensitive and sexy. Yes. <laughs> also, welcome back. It's been maybe a hundred episodes since we've talked to you. <laughs> in New York, it's Kate. Love. I just want to tell you guys, I changed my entire appearance. I now have waist-length raven black hair because I'm gothic now. Limpid <laughs> pools of crimson eyes and wear a corset with my hot topic crush velvet miniskirts. Yolo! Awakato yo, mina sandes. I'm. Can you maybe just, since you actually did that, explain to me what part of the gothic emo subculture also really cares that you can speak Japanese? <laughs> that is a very good question, and I hope that this fanfiction uh, answered that one for you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so Chris is now just about a quart low of ice cream, as I said, uh, so he should be well enough to do do the show. Uh, we'll be pumping some peanut butter vanilla straight into your arms while we're talking. Uh, Kate, Kate used her vegan superpowers to slow down the passage of time and took a nap during the musical break. She's better. Uh, I'm pretty sure the worst is over, so let's get on with the show. You know, Alex, maybe we shouldn't be hating this. Maybe this is just too dangerous. No, the show must go on. Right, Alfonso? (laughs) Right, Kate? (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Chris, uh, we need you to summarize. Uh, yeah. uh, today, I would like you to summarize with the worst spelling possible. <laughs> oh, God. 
My Immortal is a Harry Potter fanfic written by an adolescent goth girl with typos and references to her friends galore. It's convoluted and winds back on itself and is filled with more holes than a ratty pair of fishnet arm sleeves. It goes something <laughs> like this. Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way is a 17-year-old student at Hogwarts and a vampire and a goth chick. She dresses in black and listens to My Chemical Romance and Good Charlotte and wears goth clothes and has goth hair. She has a crush on Draco Malfoy, the blonde evil kid from Slytherin House, and he likes her back and they go on dates and he puts his thing in her thing and they have orgasms. Everyone cool at Hogwarts is a goth and everyone who is a loser is a prep or a prep pretending to be a goth. (laughs) Everyone is attracted to Ebony because she's so hot. For example, professors are caught hovering on broomsticks filming out her window and masturbating. There's some to-do about Voldemort wanting to kill Harry Potter, who in this story calls himself vampire and wears a lot of guy liner in his emo. Uh, To stop Dumbledore, Ebony must travel back in time to seduce Voldemort with her goth ways before he gets all evil and powerful. Will she do it? Yes, because Ebony is just that fuckable. Sorry, uh, explain that part to me. What is going back in time and doing Voldemort when he's a kid? Hell, I mean, he must not be named. What does that do? Um, Well, it... hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's all I needed to know. I just needed to know that if you didn't uh, didn't understand it either, that's all. I mean, (laughs) she's just so hot, though, right? I feel like that's going to be some life-changing experiences. So I guess is the thing that 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 this author is positing uh, that all of Tom Riddle's evilness was just mm-hmm. because he didn't get laid in those crucial early years. Yeah, no, didn't get also laid by Goth's rule. And oh, preps, okay. yeah, and, and yeah. Goth's rule and preps must die. Uh, they do. Yeah. <laughs> also, MCR rocks. That's right. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, so now let's uh, go into our compliments. It's time for our major compliment. We like to start and end every book, regardless, with a compliment. Uh, it's called The Compliment Sandwich. Kate, you have the right to go first or last in the major compliment. Which do you prefer? I think I'll elect to go last for the major compliments. All right. Uh, so, Ez, I'd like you to go first in the major compliment. I can do that. Um, you know... At one point, they said that Vampire, who's Harry Potter, was probably watching a depressing movie like The Corpse, Corpse Bride. Mm-hmm. And they were right. That movie was totally depressing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a good example. There were other bad examples when they're like, de- watching depressing movies like Nightmare Before Christmas. That is not a depressing movie. No. It's a fantastic movie. What about, what was that sh- one that she wanted to watch at the end? Shark Attack 3 or something? Yeah, and Saw 2. <laughs> a yeah. Shark's Tale? That was depressing. A <laughs> Shark's Tale was depressing. Oh, man. That made me want to slit my fins. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Chris, I want you to be second in the major compliment. Yeah, um, this book has an interesting uh, take on gun control. Mm. Um, so they're wizards, but they also have guns and can shoot each other. Sometimes it's unclear in this fan fiction whether they're shooting or shouting. But um, yeah. at one point, everyone took out their Glocks except for me. I'm a girl, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really less about controlling the number of guns, but really establishing some context that guns are for boys yes. and girls use their sex as weapons. Well, hold on a second. I think it's just that Glocks are for boys. Girls could have oh, other guns. Like a yeah, like a, a yeah sure. Or yeah. A, a stub nose or something. Something that you could fit in your sock. Yeah. 
Yeah, a Luger. Those are kind of sexy. I mean, this is what I always think is like when you're preparing to have a kid, right? And you don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Where they do that thing where they buy all of the decorations oh, right. for both. So you have the uh, the the pink shutters and stuff for the girl, and the and the pink blankets and stuff in case it's a girl, and a Glock in case it's a boy. Yeah, <laughs> get him started early. It's like Tiger Woods' dad, how he got exactly. a golf club in his hand. Just glued a Glock to his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so for my major compliment, I have man, I have so many things. Um. Okay, I think my favorite thing, my favorite thing is the idea of responding to the critics of your creative work parenthetically in the text of your book. Uh, I think that, like, she'll, she'll say, like, in, she'll say, she'll have a parenthetical when somebody says something that seems out of character and she'll be like, see, it was, he, the only reason that Dumbledore was swearing was because he had a headache. Uh, which is a, I just think it's so cool as a way, like I would love to have seen like Dan Brown to have a part, like in the, in the one part that is slightly different from Da Vinci Code in his second book to go, see, that's not the same as the Da Vinci Code. And then all his critics could be silent. <laughs> well, she also refuses to write more unless she gets a certain amount of good reviews each time. Yeah, which she I goes on like a hunger strike to stop. Great marketing, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean. Awesome. All right, Kate, uh, it's finally your turn. Uh, what is your major compliment? Okay. Well, honestly, I really appreciated the references to other greater works. Mm. Um, <laughs> and they were pretty subtle. Some of them were very subtle, like the ones to Lord of the Rings and Back mm-hmm. to the Future, Donnie Darko, Buffy, Star Wars, and Star Trek. It's pretty good. Oh, I, I got many of those but missed a couple. I really did like Tom Bombadil showing up. That was fun. Yeah. yeah instead of Tom Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the reference as uh, Spock as um, the male genitalia. He put his Spock in my you-know-what, and passively, we did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is so great for so many reasons. Uh, yeah. Passively doing it. Yeah, definitely. That's totally the that's way a Vulcan would do it. Yeah. yeah. It was how a Vulcan would do it. <laughs> yeah. Just but also, like, like, she can't say the name of her you-know-what, but she can call his Spock. Like, sh- shouldn't there be a Star Trek reference to her that for female junk? Her uhura? uhura? <laughs> yeah, he put his Spock in my uhura. <laughs> Which is, uh, now I finally understand what those Marines are yelling before they do push-ups. <laughs> Just before every push-up? I don't know, I, I've, never, I've never been a Marine. Uh, never been don't, a Marine. They, don't they yell uhura all the time? Uh, yeah, it's hoo-ah. Much what happens. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Oh, I yeah. oh, the army the says The army uh-huh. does that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, clearly we've never been in service yeah, I mean, you're all heroes uh <laughs> what's that noise i don't know it's coming from the compliment the references kate we, we gotta stop talking about the references it's a trap <laughs> meanwhile inside of sacred balls hospital read it and weep celebrity wing did i get the joke off in time N- not really We'll fix it in post. Who would try to hurt us like that? Oh, jeez. Uh, Stephanie Meyer, Nicholas Sparks, Zach Efron, Dan Brown, Courtney Cox, Ashton Kutcher, Kristen Stewart, Sarah Palin. Okay, I got it. I got yeah. it. Oh, Ron Hubbard, Rhonda Byrne, Ayn Rand, Lauren Conrad, Sarah Jessica Parker, Julia Roberts, Glenn Beck. I got it. Tommy Wiseau, uh, Sean Connery, The Situation, Halle Berry, the cast of Glee. Guys, I got it. We're never going to narrow this list down. We should just cancel the show. Never. Come on, guys. What's our motto? No refunds? 
Damn right, no refunds. If we cancel the show, then the next time a reality TV star writes a book, she knows she can intimidate us and we won't make fun of her for it. Keanu Reeves might make a rom-com and not know how much we love him for it. And, and somewhere, some library grad student might just go through her day without hearing the words waffle boner. Not on my watch! Hooray! Hooray! Wow! On to the hates! Okay, guys, for our normal game, uh, for our hate segment, our anchor game today, uh, we are going to be uh, putting on hate liner and looking super goth and talking about things we didn't like. So in any order, jump in with a hate. Okay. Uh, Chris here with uh, <laughs> Tears of Blood. Uh-huh. Um, so at one point, uh, Ebony hates on Hillary Duff, saying... Besides, I don't even know Joel Madden, and he's going out with Hillary fucking Duff. I fucking hate that little bitch, she said disgustedly, thinking of her ugly blonde face. And to that I say, don't you dare to besmirch my Lizzie McGuire. She's she's a mom right now, right? That, uh, that happened. Is. What? Yeah, that did yeah. happen. Pretty yeah. sure there's a baby Duff. Oh, little baby Duff. All right, now I'm on your side. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. I like baby Duff. <laughs> Um, what, was there something that was really great about Lizzie McGuire, Chris? That you, that 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 you love? Spunky and exasperated. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what I look for in my women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, so one of the things that I hated was that uh, Harry, a vampire in the story, just covered his magical scar with foundation. Yeah. Why didn't uh, Why didn't uh, J.K. Rowling just think of that? It makes so much sense if he wanted people to leave him alone and stop thinking he was a celebrity. Just a little bit of foundation. Magical creatures can still do that. What? Well, also, it was weird because, like, he had Ron, who's now named Diabolo. Um, oh, that's who Diabolo was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was hard to keep him straight, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, Diabolo changed his uh, his lightning bolt into a pentagram, but then he went ahead and covered up the pentagram with foundation. Because right. he was like, you know what? I don't really like the job that Diabolo did on this. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I might want to get a job as a cashier someday. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I, it's a great idea. I, a little, I mean, you can still use foundation, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure Hermione was wearing makeup in the movies. Oh yeah, definitely some. Uh, she could have had all kinds of like pentagrams on her forehead. We wouldn't even know. No, yeah, no she no could be, just be covered in pentagrams <laughs> for all of the movies. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that most people are that I see. Yeah, and anytime <laughs> I feel if I can tell you're wearing makeup, that's what I'll assume you're covering. Uh, um, other hates. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate on the public for not picking up this book, uh, you know, as being the hottest book, you know, before Fifty Shades of Grey. At one point, it was, quote, uh, I screamed having an orgasm. We started Frenching passively. Suddenly, ellipses, I fell asleep. Yeah. Why did the, why was this not the breakout star? there's a sex scene. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was this after <laughs> the first time she lost her virility? Yes, that was after that. <laughs> You're only Vera once. That's the that's the key to being a wizard. Also, also they start tiling off each other's clothes feverently. Yeah, uh, I have I have so many things to say about the spelling later. One of the things about it that was kind of fun is it's like reading. I don't know if y'all ever had to read something in like Middle English in high school or college, but where you just kind of blur your eyes a bit and it starts and to y- kind just of look like totally. real. Totally. 
words. It, it, it This was like that. That's exactly how I was reading this. I just sort of blurred my eyes and I just ignored the spelling. I just, <laughs> and, and it's true. I was actually, it's an amazing thing about the human brain that you can read words that aren't words if yeah. you just don't look too closely. That's Honestly, right. my favorite thing about the spelling was that we were going with the post-2000 spelling of ludicrous, which <laughs> fan of. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Where I was like, oh, now you're just referencing rappers. I also, I had, I, part of me kept wondering, is this the 2012 version of J.D. Salinger? Well, fuck us if it is. <laughs> well, but this, like, if you were reading J.D. Salinger at the time, you know, with all of the with all of the the swearing and the slang, you'd probably like if you were an adult, you'd probably be it'd be off putting. And the same way, like they were using, she was writing all of this in lolcat, basically. <sighs> like she like she said, sexa, s e x a out. Like I'm being sexa today. I'm getting all sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, wait. So are you and fuck you, Raven. The- Where's my sweater? Yeah, sweater. <laughs> she did want her sweater back from Raven. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was the only. That was the only real dramatic tension. Like, will she get her sweater back? I don't know. <laughs> and she did. And her and Raven made up. <laughs> that's good. Um, she no, unkilled it- the character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually kind of great. So yeah. So um, she was co-writing this uh with uh, her friend Raven. Um, and I guess that around chapter fourteen they had a falling out. Um, because Raven was supposed to help her write it and didn't. Um, and then they killed off, yeah, they killed off, uh, like Raven's corollary character. Yeah, Yeah, Willow. Just, just killed her right up. Didn't they bring her back, however, at one point? Yes, but the next, next chapter. Immediately. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the action was a little hard to follow through the language barrier. Well, it's, it, it, it wasn't it. It was written like it was like written by the internet. It was like written in Ermagerd. That's what it. It had that feel to it. Gerd um, Yeah, my Myrtle, my favorite book. That's what it felt like. Um, I'm gonna have a hate on J.K. Rowling, I guess. Yeah, finally. Um, because at one point, because her um, new book isn't gonna be as good as it should be. <laughs> yes, because she can't just leave well enough alone. Exactly. Um, Go paint. Come on. But no, at one point, um, the author says, uh, uh, OMG, I hope Draco and Harry get together. Uh, that will be so schmexy, won't it? If they don't, then JKR is homophobic. Mm-hmm. And you hate and, you hate on her for being homophobic. Yeah, right? It's about time. <laughs> it's, it's such a shitty thing to do. You know, like, it's just ham. It just wants to be itself. Yeah, right? No, if here's the thing. Like, you're not afraid of ham. You know, you're just a dick. That's what it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah I just... mean, I, yeah, I've been a vegetarian or vegan most of my life, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's you know everybody's choice. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, uh, I, I think it's more like uh, it's not that I'm afraid of ham. I'm just the idea of two hams kissing is a little gross. <laughs> I bet you're okay with two like chicken wings kissing though. Oh, What's yeah, up with that's that? Hot. <laughs> that's 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 just that's not that's all right, man. Sexa. <laughs> Speaking um, of Sexa and, yeah. and Draco, I have, I have a hate on uh, on the author didn't know what she was writing. Uh, on Draco's penis, she says, he was hung like a Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> I think she may one. have meant stallion, but by Stallone, we mean roided out and shrivelly bald, right? Well, I assumed that the balls would be shriveled, but the the Stallone itself would be huge. Yeah. I think you're injecting, injecting a lot of steroids directly into the Stallone. Yeah, his, I mean, his, his Spock would be gigantic. 
Yikes. There was like a weird reference later where she was talking about Draco putting his wetness into her you know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they kind of confused some sex organs at a certain point. <laughs> well, no, his it, was just yeah. it, it, he was just covered in water. It was just just drenched. It definitely oh. had like my level of detail that I can handle in a story about sexual antics generally, which I appreciated quite honestly. Like, <laughs> I like just the uh, you know what. Yeah, right. Right. Well, what if I don't know what? Where did you put your Spock? In your armpits? That would be weird. <laughs> Actually, uh, it would be great to call it like the he who must not be named or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a bad, you know, Wang name. Yeah, it's not. Um, also, at one point, I think for Snape, maybe, or possibly Snoop or Snap. Yeah, sometimes um, it was Snoop Lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking that there were actually, instead of one Snape, there were just twins, the Snip and Snap, the Severus brothers. <laughs> I actually had the idea that anytime there was a typo, it created a new character. <laughs> Every different spelling was a different character. Yeah, it's just a different thing that came up. Yeah. So Tom Bombadil was there. You yeah, know? it was like um, Tom Bombadil. And, and there was also like Volselmort and Voxelmort. Yeah. And Voldemort. He and, who must yeah. not be spelled correctly. Dark Sailor. <laughs> or at least spelled consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also, I think, I think at one point, you know, Voxelmort said, you must stab, you must stab Vampire, he said to me. If you don't, then I'll rap Draco. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just a tortilla, some lettuce, and some ham, because he's not a hamophobe. Oh, okay. I'll freestyle him right up. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that does it for the hates. Meanwhile, in an undisclosed, ominous location. Meanwhile, in an undisclosed, ominous location. Yo, do you feel that? All that hate, and it's directed at us, Elrond. Situation, it feels glorious. I feel stronger already. Do they really have no idea? They might suspect, but yo, it won't matter. Is it too early to laugh maniacally? What do you think, E.L. James and the situation? Yo, not for me. Let us proceed. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Are we laughing? Oh, Tommy Wiseau. No, we we just finished. Oh. Ha 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 ha. Back at the read it and weep panic room. Did you guys just hear that? It sounded like a really awkward moment somewhere. Guys, you remember when Sesame Pete installed the Skoogles on our computer? Sure, episode 75. Well, I just used it to search for the story behind My Immortal. People think it might have been created by... Trolls. Oh no, I was afraid of that. What is it, Kate? You think Twilight is stupid? You should see trolls. They can't write anything good, so they try to write things that are terrible. Their writing has a mind of its own, like it killed brain cells once and got a taste for murder. I thought the trolls were a myth. That's what we thought, too. After college, we decided it would be fun to read a book we heard was bad. We didn't know it was troll fiction. Now I don't know exactly when we turned on each other, but seven of us started reading it. And only five stopped. What happened to them? Some people from the L.O.T. came and took them. They're in a psych ward now. They just keep reading the same book over and over. There's always new things to make fun of. Jesus. Wow. That's it. I'm invoking the Omega Protocol. (gasps) Seconded. I hoped this day would never come, but here it is. Everyone plug in your Omega Protocol power rings. Kate, do you still have yours? Of course. Let's do this. Oh, that was S. Let's all... Let's do this. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Pause. Gentlemen, you forget yourselves. 
Chris, we don't have time for this. Did we? Or did we not establish very strict codes in the bylaws for use in the case of trolls? But Chris, we could be under attack right now. And I quote, if Ezra tries to circumvent the bylaws by saying we could be under attack right now, he is to give himself a wet willy. Stupid bylaws. And he is not to insult the bylaws. Stupid smart bylaws. So what comes next? Ah, it's so slimy. That's right. Next, we have to arbitrate on the matter of trolls in the standard debate fashion. Ez and Kate, I trust you brought your arbiter's robes? Yeah. And the powdered wigs. Man. I will take the side of not trolling. Alex, will you take the side of yes trolling? Definitely. Although I think Kate might already be on my side. <laughs> Let's do it. It's time for another Read It and Weep debate! Today we are going to be arguing on the matter of my immortal. Is it troll fiction or genuine? Arguing for the side of genuineness, it's Chris. I will be arguing for the size of ungenuineness or troll behavior. Chris and Kate, you'll, Ezra and Kate, you'll be in charge of voting. I mean, we, we actually do agree already. This is kind of poorly set up, come to think of it. Well, but Chris can still possibly convince us. Or be persuaded himself. I think this is the only way. Excellent. The prosecution will go. For, will make its opening statements. Uh, in the standard debate form, we will each have two points, two rebuttals, and one ad hominem attack. So I'm going to use. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to piggyback off something that uh, that Kate said earlier in the hates, which I definitely already had planned to talk about here, which is that the spelling errors, they are the misspellings are too specific to have been accidental. Just like people aren't good at creating random numbers, so you can use. You can use number detectives to figure out if somebody's cooking the books. You can tell from the spelling errors that they're not good enough to, they're not the right way to be random. For example, she says, she spells come, C-U-M, instead of come, C-O-M-E. That is fine. That might happen. She might be dumb. Were <laughs> slash we're, that's fine. Dumb, D-U-M? Dumb, of course. Were slash we're, we are, that's totally fine. People make that mistake. But she spells, she says E-I-G-H-T instead of the past tense of eat, eight. <coughs> Nobody misspells that word longer and harder. No one does that. <laughs> I want to shit next to you. She's smarter than that. Nobody accidentally says that. That is something you do on purpose. I shopped eating and looked up. No one shopped eating. That stop is a word that we see on signs every day. People get that right. Hey, Alex, 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 here's a rebuttal. All right. Okay. Just because you too are good at symbol writing, you think you are the only ones who can love something? I saw the movies too, and I really liked them also. I just wish they was more gothic and Draco was so hot. Nobody accidentally calls Tom Riddle Tom Bombadil. That is an intentional. <laughs> and she spelled Tom Bombadil correctly. You don't. I'm do sorry, that on Your accident. Honors. Uh, I move to strike his rebuttal to my rebuttal. Oh, I'm he sorry, but didn't spell Tom Bombadil correctly. If I oh. remember that, but but yeah. Chris didn't know that. Stop helping him. I, I, he does have to strike things. If he, everyone gets one strike, I'm sorry. No, oh. he used a strike first. You can strike his strike if you want, but you'll be out of strikes then. I think I'll save my strike, but also uh, I think his grounds for strike is wrong since I think I think the prosecution does get a redirect. 
That sounds like a strike to me. Are you striking? No. I'll let it well, go. Then I'll let it happen. All right, Chris, go ahead. Your opening point. My point in favor of this work being the genuine work of someone who really wanted and meant to write it is that nobody on earth describes their clothes with this much and with this much frequency unless they really mean it. <laughs> I quote, I went upstairs and I put on a black leather mini dress that was all ripped on the ends with lace on it. There was some corset stuff on the front. Then I put on black fishnets and black high-heeled boots with pictures of Billy Joe Armstrong on them. I put my hair all around me so I looked like Samara from The Ring. If you don't know who she is, you're a prep, so fuck off. And I put on blood red lipstick, black eyeliner, and black lip gloss. You look kawaii, girl, Bloody Mary said, sadly. The frequency <laughs> by which she describes what she's wearing and the detail. I mean, she spends more time on this than sex, more time on this than the plot, more time on this than the spelling of character names. All right, I've got, I've got two issues with that. I think your quote is self-defeating. Number one, she doesn't look like one of the little islands from Hawaii. Number two, <laughs> number two cute. I don't know who that person is from the ring so i have been told to fuck off so i can't respond <laughs> boom uh, win council can i ask a probing question please um uh christopher is it possible that this is all just copy and copied and pasted it are there really any different clothings that she describes? Oh, absolutely. There are different bands. Sometimes she wears a floor-length dress with red lace. Sometimes she wears a leather miniskirt and high-heeled boots uh, with lace-ups. Uh, other times she wears uh, tank tops that show off her boobs. Um, you know, she changes her look. It's, it's you know, uh, my, my loyal opposition here, Alex, spent some time wearing black. You know that there are a lot of different ways to wear black. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because you're already told to fuck off. I'm, I was told to fuck <laughs> off. I can't participate. I'll All ask right. a question because, yeah, like, I think that this is something that can be seen in a lot of screenwriting, particularly. I, I believe when I looked it up, people compared it a lot to uh, American Psycho and the amount that ah. he spent describing his clothing. So, and that was indeed uh, not a real person. <laughs> True, but it's written by a person who is trying to imitate a certain style that they see. And and how could, I agree, I agree with the illustrious Judge Kate, how could possibly this <laughs> author be imitating a style if they were too dumb to spell the word eight correctly? You don't have to spell to know what's awesome. All right, let me make my second point. <laughs> uh, I'm going to build, I'm using this, I'm building a, a, a bridge to truth. So this is the second plank based on the first one, which is that... She is actually able to pun intentionally in her spelling where she says, uh, they, she said, this is the sentence, quote, they paid a song by, and then in parentheses, get it? So, uh, here's my point. You can't misspell play and also make a pun on bisexual in the same sentence. You can't be that dumb and also that aware of language. That person doesn't exist. If I could add in also, just to piggyback, uh, you know... What? Your illegally. honor? Yes, illegally. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, at one point, uh, the main character thought that a prisoner was an Azerbaijan mm. instead of Azkaban. Absolutely. Exactly right. You don't also, think that's the autocorrect for Azkaban? 
<laughs> also, I don't think also, anything a- autocorrects Azerbaijan, even like Azerbaijan. <laughs> Azerbaijan? Yeah. Yeah, which is um, the new fragrance. Azure by Joan. <laughs> it smells musty. By Joan. That's funny. All right. Um, yeah, also, she uh, she spells uh, panic at the disco. Uh, she abbreviates it P question mark ATD instead of P exclamation mark ATD. Those are clearly purposeful mistakes. No one could. Yeah, have no one is like accident. panic at the disco. No one thinks that that's the name of the band. Right. This is like when you're, it's like when a person is writing a series of exclamation points and they throw in a one uh, to make it look like they accidentally let go of the shift key, but then they type out the letters O-N-E in the middle of the exclamation points. That is somebody who's intentionally playing with it as opposed to accidentally making that mistake. Council, did you do that? Council, have you done that in the past? What, are you referring to me? Yeah, we're both council, this is kind of unclear. Damn it, how do they do this in the real lawyer room? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's always one man and one woman, and they say counsel and counselette. Okay, mm. fine. Yeah. Chris, Online order. That's how lawyers work. Yeah. Um, Chris, you listen, have a series of delightful, disapproving noises. A lot. <laughs> the only time that, sh- that, or a lot of the time that, uh, that the author is intentionally playing with language, it has to do with bisexuality, being gothic, or uh, you know other puns like that, uh, things that this you know this author, an adolescent girl, would be focused on. All right, there are a lot of things that I think uh, happen unconsciously, or at least outside of the notice of uh, of what she's doing. This is written hastily; it's a work of passion, um, and I think that you need to forgive it some of its some of its flaws. I'm going to use my prosecutorial redirect. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Uh, also, also, ca- uh, cancel lot. Um, <laughs> um, the Knights of the Round point- Castle <laughs> in Castellan. <laughs> um, uh, at one point, um, they say no. Draco told me he would w o o d be watching Hose of Wax instead of House of Wax. Okay, that is the porn Ho- parody. That is the porn parody of the Paris Hilton movie. Yeah. Which not think, intentional, really? Yeah. Chris, make your final point. Councilette. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My final point. Know, maybe you're a small Italian council. We'll call you Councilissimo. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that mean very councilly? Oh, maybe it does. Uh, um, Councilito? Councilissimo is pretty good still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're very great. council. Okay. Is, uh, you know, I, listen, this book is clearly <laughs> not troll fiction. All right. For the points that I've described above, but also this, if there is any artifice to this work, it's not a troll. It's corporate sponsorship by the Hot Topic clothing <laughs> store chain. <laughs> Hot Topic comes up more than any character and is the only place for good clothes in this entire book. Uh, that and perhaps the record companies that represent My Chemical Romance, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, Marilyn Manson, and Green Day. Didn't it used to be called like hot oolong or something before back in the 80s uh-huh when tom Barjuling. yeah uh-huh no no it was called like no no he, she, hot issue a, yeah, yeah something like that yeah no absolutely um so you know let's not think that an author did this for free not with this many corporate uh sponsorship i times. all i want to all i want to say is my what i just said the thing that i just pointed out about the in the 80s when she goes back in time um that she finds that it wasn't called Hot Topic, it was called Hot Issue or something else, uh, and changed the name later. 
you cannot have corporate sponsorship when you get the corporate history so incorrect. Hot Topic has always been known as Hot Topic, except when it used to be Warm Topic. Wow. Before it got uh, better. I'm going to reserve my ad hominem attack. Uh, sounds like a fucking prep to me. Preps must die. Goth that does rule. sound a lot like a prep. Okay, instead of my instead of my that final instead of my final ad hominem attack, I'm going to use my one strike now. I'm going to strike oh, all of Chris's comments in this whole debate. Uh, that is one, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess it's uh, not one. Count, count why didn't you not say anything for this entire debate? Uh, according to the written record, I've been mute this entire time, and we've just had Nixon tape-esque silence. All right, I guess it's time for the uh, the voting. Uh, wise judges, how did you vote? Ah, I I mean, I wish I wish I could really judge Chris on some kind of merit, but he just didn't say anything. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, based on what I heard, I, I have to vote <laughs> with yes trolling. Alfonso, how do you vote? Alfonso? He's gone. And the panic room door is open. Alfonso! Not so fast, read it and weepers. Sean, 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 Sean Connery. Connery! What are you doing in a manatee costume, Sir Connery? And what have you done with Alfonso? I've done nothing with him. Don't you remember? You left him in the afterlife 30 episodes ago. Oh, oh yeah. I wondered why he came back all of a sudden. But that means... Yes! I took advantage of your disregard for continuity to pose as your pet manatee. But why, Sean Connery? Why? It's so simple, Miss Russell. The League of Trolls, a shamble! Clump, 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 clump. I assume you remember L. Ron Hubbard, E.L. James, and... The situation. Not you, Sitch. Not you. Ha <laughs> ha We're laughing. It's great to see you. Uh, and also, Tommy Wiseau was there. You guys left me in the van again. <laughs> you, you guys. Behold, we are the League of Trolls. That's um. That's a terrible name. Oh, we know it was intentional. You'll never get away with this. You haven't monologued yet, so I'm not sure what this is, but but I know it won't work. <sighs> Mr. Falcone, I was Bond, James Bond, 007 times. Do you really think I'm going to monologue? You underestimate us, Sean Connery. Chris, summarize Sean Connery's evil plan in the style of a villain monologuing. No! For you see... The League of Trolls is a shadowy organization headed by one Sean Connery, which he created in response to the negative reviews he received after Highlander 2. He insisted that he meant for it to be bad, but no one believed him. Stop it. Stop it. Since then, he vowed to only create bad things, so that when people hated him, they would be unknowingly complimenting him, since that was his plan all along. And I guess along the way he met Situation, L. Ron Hubbard, and E.L. James. And Tommy Wiseau, I'm here too. <laughs> but who is Terry Gillespie, and why did she write this book? We're all Terry Gillespie. We did it to rid the world of you haters once and for all. Uh, I don't feel well. Yes, the book has already stolen away much of your hate. You don't have enough to sustain yourself. Soon, soon you will be a hollow shell, liking everything you read. Like Ezra. Hey! Even yogurt? Especially yogurt. Hey, I love yogurt! 
There Girls love yogurt. Why am I still in the van? Did you know I invented yogurt? I tried to make the most disgusting food I could think of. Well, L. Ron Hubbard, you failed. It's delicious. Take that back. Sir Connery, could we have a timeout? Anything for you, Miss Russell? <laughs> Guys, I have a plan. You don't have to whisper. L. Ron Hubbard and the Sitch are doing their vaudevillian tap dance routine. Tap. Tap, tap. Tap, tap. More like vaudevillain. No? Crickets. Did you notice how Elrond hated it when Ezra said he failed? Choking down a gelatinous spoonful of non-fat yogurt. Guys! Exactly. I think we genuinely compliment something. It means they failed as trolls. It breaks their trolling power. Dudes, we need to come up with four compliments, and this time, we have to mean them. Okay, well, we have to go in reverse order, so, Kate, you have to go first. Well, it has given me my new favorite catchphrase as a woman and as a teacher. It's given me two. One, why couldn't Satan have made me less beautiful will become my new catchphrase as a woman. And, okay, class, fucking dismissed, everyone, my new as a teacher. Except you preps. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. you preps. And you could always combine them if you're feeling like being a woman teacher where you can be like, I'm fucking beautiful, get out of class. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good things about the teachers in this book. Yeah. Yeah. And and um you know, Snoop and Snap and yeah. Sna- S- Snake. Yeah, Snip and Snap the, the Severus brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're all totally totally good guys. They run the NPR show Broom Talk. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> Don't fly like my brother. <laughs> Don't, fly like, my <laughs> Don't brother. fly like my brother. Boom. Uh all right, that was great. Uh Hey. What are you guys doing? Uh, faster, it's working. Uh I, I I I need to be next. No, I'm third. Uh Chris, you're next? Ezra? Yeah. Ezra? I'm last. Ezra is last. Damn it. <laughs> so I was right. second. Chris. Yeah, it's Chris. Go. Yeah, um, so I, I really like uh, how how inclusive the Hogwarts community is. I mean, we've already got uh, kind of midgets and goblins and elves and wizards and witches and, and warlocks and, and all that and in normal Harry Potter. But now there's vampires, and everybody's pretty pro-vampire, like vampire positive, like gives them bottles of blood to drink, lets, lets them slit their wrists and be depressed for no reason. Um, you know, I, I think uh, if a vampire wanted to marry a normal warlock or witch, um, that that would be seen as just as valid in this world. And so, um, let me find out, is it pot? Like if a vampire slits his wrist, does he, wouldn't he just, it just be, I mean, he doesn't have blood, right? That's the whole point. Wouldn't Oh, they do. They just can't be killed. So there, there is blood. It's, it's just, uh, I thought they drank blood. It's an expression. Have any of their own. Yeah, it's an expression. It's, it's expressive. It's delicious. Expression is why you drink uh, it. Depressing sorrow. I, I would yeah, think like, that what if just... I was sad? I could cut myself and bleed ice cream. Whoa! Yeah, I mean that's that would that would be sad. That's a game changer, <laughs> though. <laughs> that would be. Uh, all right, uh, it's going really well. Keep it up. Stop it! Stop it! This instant. More compliments. It's working. Okay. Uh, so my my compliment is for really efficient descriptions. One of the hard things to do when you're writing a book is describe characters fully so that everyone has a mental picture of exactly what you want them to think about. And she had one of the greatest descriptions ever where she was like, and then Voldemort came out looking basically like Voldemort in the movie. 
<laughs> just like Papa Hemingway, economy of language, right? It was so efficient because I was like, oh, yeah, that now I have a picture of him. They took There's me. also a great one where she was like, I looked like Amy Lee's like messy bun hair, like hairdo. Just look up a picture of her if you want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> I don't have to wonder anymore. Thank you for taking care of that. Ez, your turn. Just finish this that, baby off. That's enough. I'm holding Ezra hostage so I can't finish last compliment. The League of Trolls are victorious. Don't you mean is victorious? It was intentional. Wait, what's that glowing? It's Alfonso. With Sesame Pete. And they brought nunchucks. No. Oh, hi, manatee. How did you do it, Sesame Pete? I just used the Googles to search for Alfonso, and then I clicked, I'm feeling lucky. I would not have guessed that. Sorry. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. Quick, Ezra, compliment them! Um, you know what? Uh, if, if, if you're Hermione and, and you want to change your name, you could do worse than the name Bloody, be a prosopy, Luddy, Mary Smith. That's not a bad name for a vampire. Uh, I mean, there's probably a lot of Smiths in the vampires, but not a lot of Bloody, but Luddy. <laughs> I'm L. Ron a- Hubbard. Retreat! You may have defeated the League of Trolls this time, Weepers, but that's only because we meant to get beaten up by a manatee with nunchucks. Uh, that's right. You've been trolled. <laughs> next time, Alfonso. Next time. Wow, you saved us all and came back from the dead, Alfonso. Now everything is back to normal. Oh, hi. It, it's me, Tommy Wazo. I'm still here. Hi, Tommy Wiseau. Hi, Tommy Wiseau. Hi. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. A free Tommy Wiseau with every purchase. Can I have some cheese? Here is a cheese, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> That is it, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that is that is our show for this week. We will be back in next week with the recorded version, hopefully, of our live show at Bumbershoot in Seattle, Washington. Uh, this is coming out after that, so it's already happened. Don't worry about it. But you'll you'll get to hear the recording now. If you came, thank you so much to all of you who came. It was a great show, wasn't it? Mm, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Chris, you liked it, right? <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. Okay, good. Well, anyway, thanks, uh, thanks everybody who came out and supported us. We had a really great time. I'm sure of it. Uh, uh, thanks as always for being here, Chris. Of course, Ezra. Thanks for being here and thanks for uh, writing such a tremendous episode. You did a lot of work this week. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, oh, also, can you thank Tommy Wiseau? Uh, thanks for being here, Tommy Wiseau. I'm still in the van. <laughs> Why am I still in the van? Did you put the child locks on the van? Yeah, and thank you so much for joining us once again, Kate. We'll have you again in another 100 episodes. Ah, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for actually having to read this entire piece of crap for us. That's a, a tough assignment. As an English high school teacher, it's not even a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. We'll be seeing you again next week. Take care. Goodbye.